Welcome to episode one of the Brinkman podcast. This is the show where we talk about the Brinkman's audio drama, the missionaries, the stories behind it, the cast, and the crew. I'm Eric Schilder, and with me is Sarah Boltman. How are you, Sarah? I'm doing real good. So with us is Ian Boltman, and Ian is the creative force and the the driving... What do you? How would you characterize your, your title or what you do? Man of many hats. Man of many hats. He is actually wearing a Brinkman Adventures hat, so I... Well-worn. I don't know how the rest of us missed out on that. But uh, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit uh, on this first episode about how the Brinkman Adventures got started mm-hmm. and uh, a little bit behind it. We have a special guest coming up. Mm-hmm. So, Ian, why don't, why don't you just dive in right from the beginning and uh, tell us a little bit about how you got the idea. Um, were you always a big audio drama fan? How did this all start? Sure. Well, I loved audio drama growing up. We lived We lived about three miles from Uncle Charlie's headquarters. Okay. And so we would listen to Children's Bible Hour, and we would listen to Ranger Bill. And um, and then I kind of, radio drama went dormant in my life for years until my kids came along, and they started listening to radio drama. And um, they listened to it all the time, in bed and doing their dishes. And um, I worked at a church for, at that point, probably 12 years. And they offered a sabbatical to us, a 13-week break to study. And um, I took them up on that. And um, at one point, I decided that I was going to read through the New Testament. So I was plowing through the New Testament. I hope you'd read it prior to that. I did. Oh, okay. I was a music pastor, so okay. it wasn't quite as important. Yeah. As, as he just <laughs> would read the Psalms. That's the only <laughs> thing he read. The only book that he read. Around. That's right. No. But I, I wanted to recalibrate myself and, and remind myself what it is that I really believed. And so I was plowing through the Gospels. And um, I also decided to take a, a little prayer retreat, 24-hour prayer retreat. So I booked a, a hotel in Two Rivers, Wisconsin. Trivers, as we pronounce it in Wisconsin. Yeah, I got my motorbike, and I was about ready to leave. And my son, Josh, who was, I don't know, nine years old at the time. Josh, how old were you? Josh is engineering right now. I was nine. Nine years old. Josh was in the backyard, and he had staked our backyard out, and he had tape or rope and a shovel in the middle, and he was digging a hole in my backyard. And I said, Josh, what are you doing? And he said, "I'm, I'm on a dig, dinosaur dig back here, Dad. And I knew that that was because of the, the radio show that Josh was infatuated with, which was called Jonathan Park. He listened to it all the time, and it's a great show about creation science. And so uh, I, I said, all right, carry on, Josh. I hope you find a dinosaur. And I hit the road, went up to the hotel, and uh, I was sitting in my hotel room on the bed, flicking through the, the cable channels, because at our house we don't have cable. And so it was like a brand new thing. Oh, it's man, like 100 channels. Yeah. I mean, there was like 10 channels of sport and... So I'm, I'm going through it, and I just had this thought in my heart. Um, did you come here to watch TV or be with me? And I was convicted immediately, and I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm here to be with you. So I shut off my TV, and I started reading the Bible. I wasn't really paying attention to what I was reading at the time because I was, I was thinking about Josh, actually, in the, in the dinosaur dig. And I was thinking to myself, you know, it's really cool that he wants to be a paleontologist, um, it, but what was striking me as I was going through the New Testament was how important missions is to God. And I, I was thinking, man, it sure would be cool if one of my kids could be a missionary someday. And, uh, and I thought, why does Josh want to be a paleontologist? Well, it's because of Jonathan Park. And 
paleontology is a great thing, but <clears throat> um, I was thinking about missions at that moment. And then I thought, why not do a, a radio show like Jonathan Park, but one that tells real missionary stories that inspires kids to, to be missionaries? And in and, and that moment, I thought, this is an amazing idea. And I even wrote my Bible where I was reading, and I thought, okay, Jim Reith will produce it. It, it will be recorded at Beehouse Studio. Um, my kids will play. The kids will be centered around our family. I write about all the crazy things that my kids do. Because, uh, you know, for those of you that don't know, Ian has like 32 children. Ten. Ten. Ten kids. At the Ten time, I, I don't know, I probably had seven at the time. I thought, okay, <laughs> I've got so much material that I can write about. And uh, so I, I rushed home after that. And, and uh, let me back up and just tell you, the scripture that I was reading at the time was the one where Jesus says, no one lights a light and puts it under the bed, but they put it up so all can see. Okay. And so let yeah. your light shine before men that they may give glory to your Father in heaven. It also says, be careful how you hear in that, mm. in that section. And, um, and that's exactly what the Brinkmans are. They're, they're putting up real stories, God stories, of regular people serving God in, in whatever capacity he asks them to. And, um, and God is glorified through that. And so, anyway, I came back, I talked to my pastor about it, and I, I, um, he said, well, research it. So I went on the internet and I found jonathanpark.com. Found a little uh, contact us. I forget what I wrote, but I sent it off. I'm sure they never get those emails <laughs> <Right>. ever. <laughs> I sent it off, and and within an hour, I think, the secretary called and said, "Hey, there's this guy on the phone from this radio show, Jonathan Park," and I'm like, "No way! You got to be kidding me!" And it was, it was him. It was him, the founder of Jonathan Park. I couldn't believe it. And, and that founder, our special guest, is is here with us, Pat Roy. The founder, there he is. He's joining us via he's, Skype. He's here. And Lord willing, the, the Skype will stay strong. So so what did, what did you think when you got this email? Like I said, you probably don't get you know, people saying, how do, I be a, how do I be a character? Or, hey, I've got a great story. Uh, what did you think when you got the email? Well, you know, uh, I, I, I've gotten lots of emails like that over the years, if you can imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lots of people sure. submitted scripts, other people wanting to start radio dramas. and uh, But, you know, I'm always excited because I, I think radio drama is such a powerful way to get out the message. And so when I got that uh, that message, I was excited to follow up on it. And uh, and so I remember uh, just having excitement and calling Ian right away and uh, just connected right away on the phone. I, I remember as he and I talked, I could see the enthusiasm in his voice and just that he was excited to give it a go. And uh, and so that got me excited as well. How long ago was that, by the way? I think that was 2009, maybe. Wow. I can't believe it's been so long. <laughs> That's amazing. Eight years. And and so you were you probably asked for some advice on how to get started. Right, I was taking notes furiously as Pat talked to me. and he's And I remember, Pat, you said something. If there's anything I can do to help make this happen, I'll do it. And that meant so much to us. And um, so I went back to my senior pastor and said, can I fly this guy to Milwaukee? And he's like, yeah, that'd be awesome. So by that point, we had already, I think I I may have, in the interim, I wrote the first three scripts, I think, of Dangerous Waters. Maybe the first one, I don't remember. We We called it The Russian Adventure. At first, and um, and Pat, I remember when we flew you in, and we had a team set up, and you came into this room, and you talked to us, and uh, just had a, a ton of great advice on how you 
how you casted your shows and um, you know how what not to do in a script. I think we read the script together and you, you kind of massacred the script right there in front of me. <laughs> Yeah, now that's Sarah's job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. oh yeah. I'm glad somebody's keeping it up. Yes. Every writer loves that. Yeah, it's painful. And so, you know, when it when it came to what what give give us an example of like one of the practical bits. Um, sure. Yeah, that, I got one advice that, that he gave you. I remember in the script we um, the the Brinkmans, if you remember, in the very first story, inherit a bunch of money. And most of the things that happen to the Brinkman family are based on reality, things that actually happen to us or friends. We, we twist them a little bit if we have to. And um, what happened to us in real life was uh, I commercial fished. And in 1988, I think, I was, I was in a fishing boat. And that was right around the time of the Exxon oil spill. And so I actually qualified for— was not responsible. No. I could have been if I had been <laughs> piloting because I'm not a very good pilot. But— um. Um, I qualified for some of the settlement, and so I got some checks from the Exxon company. And so, I never knew that. Yeah, it was great. And so um, um, in the story, in the original story, the Brinkmans got all this money from the Exxon settlement. And I actually wrote in Exxon. And, Pat, I remember you read that and said, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't name Exxon. That would be a bad right. thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. And that's great advice. And what's funny is that you know here we are all these years later, and he's still harping on that. He's 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 the brand. Ian really watches out for like brand names and things like that. So, mm-hmm. but this being a podcast, we can say Exxon and that's right and Sharpie. You're not going to cut that out now. No, no. Cut- <laughs> no. We can call it. We can call it Dexon. We can call it Dexon <laughs> exactly. And and Pat commercial endorsements. <laughs> yeah. And and Pat, you know, you you got to know Ian a little bit better, and so you, you got over the initial fright of the email. When you began helping him, what what were your thoughts? I mean, it's it's a tough business, right? Well, you know, uh, one thing I kept telling Ian over and over again is this is going to take more time and money than you could ever imagine. Uh-huh. Ian, it's all these years later. What do you think? Did I give you correct? Was that? I blocked. I did not hear that, Pat. When you did you not s- hear that. No, Ian, I forgot you said that, but man, it out. is so, so true. It is. It's, it really is an adventure, isn't it, Ian? It is a lifetime adventure. It is. It has been a huge job, and uh, it's taken a ton of money. The thing is, the Lord has provided that money, and he's provided the time, um, and it's been an amazing experience. So I wouldn't trade it for anything, but if I had known back then, I think I would have been a little scared to jump off the diving board. So you right, didn't want really to tell him. But, but, but all of you have experienced that, right? It's an amazing adventure because I don't think people understand everything you have to go through to pull off a production like the Brinkman Adventures. I mean, there are so many details, so many adventures, so many things that happen along the way that it's... It's truly just, it, it's almost an adventure in itself. Yeah, and we, so, we could write a book on the making of. Mm-hmm. Oh, you really could. It's amazing. And Ian, you've told me so many stories, and I'm so glad that you guys are starting this podcast because I realize <laughs> that there are incredible stories about God's provision mm-hmm. and the connections that God has made for mm-hmm. this to happen, the right people that have come along, and the right situations, and it truly is amazing. And so I'm excited for the Brinkman Adventures because... Now that you've got the podcast going on, I think listeners are going to be extremely blessed by the behind the stories, uh, behind the scenes yeah. stories that you guys are going to get to tell. Yeah, I think that's what you know. Whenever that's the reason I got a DVD player in the in the beginning was 
I like the the behind the scenes stuff. So hmm. maybe what can happen is later on, you know, as you get a little longer in the tooth, that Jack Brinkman can start a radio ministry, and you, you know, you can just start getting layers upon layers upon layers where reality begins to blend with with what you're doing. It's so. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 can, I can get a little. My kids, What's my, real my name? kids sometimes ask me. I remember Evie said, "Am I a, am I a Boltman or a Brinkman?" <laughs> <laughs> so we do get confused. And Pat, did you did you get a chance to uh, to meet Ian's family? I did. Yeah, incredibly enchanting. He has got such <laughs> a great family. And you know what's fun is when I listen to the episodes now, I hear your family in there, Ian. And uh, I remember being there that week. And I know that you say that a lot of your material comes from personal experiences. I can tell you that that time I spent with you when I first came out and got to meet your family, I said, oh, my goodness, this guy has got so much great material that he's going to be able to pull from. And what's fun is there are some scenes that you guys put together that we just laugh because it's so funny the way you're portraying all the amazing things that happen with the family. And I'm so blessed because I got to be with your family, Ian. And I know that that's really how it is in real life a lot of times. And it just makes me smile because I think uh, for uh, people that have large families like yours, they get a chance to see that it really is like that. A lot of times it's just fun chaos Mm -hmm. and all the kids with all their different personalities and they're all trying to accomplish whatever they're trying to do for the day and you just bring it all together and it just makes for fun. And I'll tell you, I think that comes out so well in the episodes. And I realize yeah, you can write them that way because you've lived it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, Pat, you know, you you came from a pretty well-established uh, audio drama where you had uh, a budget and professional actors and all that kind of thing. What did what did you think of the idea that Ian was going to use his family as the primary uh, well, cast? I thought that was a great, uh, actually, a, a great idea. And uh, Ian knows this. Uh, on Jonathan Park, for many, many years, we used families that uh, wanted to get involved. And so we would hold auditions. And a lot of times we'd have a brother or a sister involved, uh, oftentimes a mom and a dad. And so when I heard that uh, Ian was going to use his family, I really thought that was a good idea. I think, I, I, I think you hear that charm in the episodes when you listen. In hindsight, I'm so glad we did it because logistically it's made it, it it's given it it's made it possible. Um, if we had seven kids from all over, I mean, trying to get them together, they move away. Right. And, and there's also the natural chemistry. Yeah, there, there is, there certainly is a natural chemistry. And, you know, you can wake them up in the middle of the night and say, hey, uh, quick, record this. Yeah, or, that's true. Or go in the closet and record. One of the problems is the kids all sound the same. And that's, that's an issue that we have to deal with. Yeah, what, what's interesting uh, in my mind, is that we've gotten a chance to kind of almost hear them grow up yeah. in the mm-hmm. audio drama. Yeah, that's uh, I think of Josh, who's, who's actually videotaping this and kind of doing the production. Uh, thanks, Josh. Um, You're awesome. You know, we, we went through a voice change, uh, I think. That's right. Um, and, and so it, it's kind of a neat way, in a sense, it's, a, it's become a family album. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, with the, the missionary stories, I grew up on, on missionary stories. We always had them come and stay during the missionary conference, and of course, you'd always, you know, stay up kind of late and listen to their really, really funny stories, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of, kind of hear that. And it's always been fascinating. Um, and now, how did how did you come about like finding your first true missionary story? 
Yeah, sure. Well, we're a, a part of a denomination called the Christian and Missionary Alliance. Imagine that. So as the, <laughs> as the idea, you know, as I step back and look at why God asked us to do the Brinkmans, I look at a number of things and, you know, our family and and who I am as a person. And a part, and I'm a part of a denomination that loves missions. And, and if it wasn't for the Christian and Missionary Alliance in our church, the Brinkmans never would have happened. As Pat said, it costs a ton of money. And our church our church supported that and made that happen because they believe in missions. Um, in answer to your question, how did I find the first story, I, I knew that we had a bunch of them with the Alliance. But I thought, I want to tell a story that I want to start off with a story that's so exciting, it will be gripping. And I remember um, I was in Alaska at the time. I was a commercial fisherman. And I was listening to Focus on the Family, and they were interviewing a guy named Dave Anderson. And he, he was telling the story of the plane crash in the Bering Sea. And I fish in the Bering Sea. And so I know those waters. And I was so taken by the story that I had to pull off. I was shook. Hmm. And um, I pulled off the road. I was listening in my car. And I, I'll never forget that. And I thought, if I tell a story, that's the story I want. So I called Dave Anderson and, and asked him. And he said, you know, Reader's Digest tried to do the story. And uh, they couldn't because it was too complicated. And Rescue 911 tried it. And it was going to cost too much because of the helicopters. Um, <laughs> but if you want to take a shot at it, go for it. And so he just gave it to us. And so that's how we got the first one. That's fantastic. We're, we're actually mm-hmm. going to talk about that in our next podcast. Uh, Pat, do you have any advice as far as our podcast goes? We're, we're going to get some, some real-life testing here. What do, you, what do you think? Some advice you're asking for. Yeah, well, you're, you're the man. I'm just telling the stories of, uh, I mean, what the Brinkman Adventures is uh, just does such a great job about is talking about just how God brings together people and situations and God's amazing provision in all these different situations and so that's really what the Brinkman Adventures is about. And so as you're doing the podcast, I think that that's what we all want from you guys, right? Is to hear the behind-the-scenes stories of how God brought everything together. So I, I'm excited about this. I think listeners are going to uh, to love a chance to, to meet the people and hear the behind-the-scenes stories. It's it's going to be enchanting. And once again, I think it's going to lead people to, to praise God for what he's been doing. Because, Ian, I've got to say this. From the very beginning— like I said, many people had called me wanting to do their own dramas. Many people had sent me scripts. So each time I prayed and said, Lord, if you want this thing to go, I'm just going to pray for it. And Ian, as a friend, I cannot believe it's all these years later, and I cannot believe how God has blessed the project. It is so obvious that God had a purpose for putting this in your heart from the very beginning. And now it's amazing to see it's all these years later and to see how God has blessed you and the team, and all the people that are uh, uh, just change change lives from these episodes that are going on. It is so obvious to me, as a friend outside of the team, that God has chosen you guys to stand up and proclaim the importance of missions and to get children excited about living for God mm. full on. So, well, praise I'm God. Looking forward to your podcast there. Thanks, awesome. thanks for sharing that, Pat. Um, appreciate that, and mm-hmm. and he gets the glory for for what he did. You know, we were the the lucky people that that were asked to do it, the fortunate ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but he gets the glory, and it's his story. He, he loves telling stories. Yeah. This is uh, par for the course for the Lord, and we're just thrilled to be able to do it. Yeah, it's, it's been wonderful. I think, uh, Sarah, you'll agree that you know, we've, we've actually been blessed and yeah. ministered to by being involved in, in hearing these for things. Sure. And I, I'm sure 
you're very similar in in you just don't know what's around the corner and then it, it's something completely unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as we wrap up here, you know what are, what are you working on now? Is that something you can share? Well, well yeah one one project that we've got going on is we're uh, we've started a new audio drama called Time Chroniclers, which so is we're great. Really excited. We love it. My kids love it. <laughs> oh, good, good. I'm glad. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, uh, I think that's just kind of what our family does is audio dramas. That's what our passion is. We realize that uh, I I think that's the most effective thing we've ever done in our lives. For some reason, God has just chosen to use radio dramas in our lives too to to reach people. And uh, Ian, you just mentioned that the Lord told stories. It's true. He was always ter- telling parables. And I think there's just something amazingly powerful about when you take spiritual truths and put them in a story. So mm-hmm. that's what we're up to right now is a new project called Time Chronicles. And and where can people find out, uh, you know, we're we're not against a little shameless uh, cross-promotion here. Where can people find out more about uh, Time Chroniclers? I appreciate that. You can go to timechroniclers.com. Fantastic. Well, hey, thanks a lot, Pat, for joining us. And it, Lord be praised that the Skype held up <laughs> and uh, the, the clouds over you're in Washington. I'm in Vancouver, Washington. Okay, you're, you're awesome. that that they held off long enough that we could would have you uh, here. And thanks again. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much, Super guys. Great. It was an honor to join you, and I am excited, and we'll continue to pray for you. Thank you, Pat. Thank thanks you so, so much. much. Appreciate Pat. it. And and Ian, thank you for for being here. We're going to wrap up. What uh, what are you working on right now? We are working on season six. Season six. Mixing season six. It's all recorded. All the all the actors are recorded. Um, Every season, there's a, there's a few actors that didn't quite make the cut, and so Sarah is scouring <laughs> places looking for actors mm-hmm. to fill a couple roles. But for yep. the most part, it's all so. recorded, and we're just mixing it. Sarah always cuts my parts. <laughs> you never cut Eric. Eric is a great actor. <laughs> we'll talk about you know who we'll, he we'll, is. We'll yeah. talk about that later. That yeah, you'd be surprised at yeah. who some of the people are. Yeah, uh, and uh, where can people find more information on the Brinkmans? Where can they get more importantly? Where can they actually uh, hear the Brinkmans and get the CDs uh, for themselves. BrinkmanAdventures.com. Okay, uh, fantastic. So uh, we're going to come back to you uh, again with uh, some more topics and discussing. I think we're going to talk about some of the first episodes and how they got started and some of those Cool, looking challenges. forward to it. So yeah. uh, from all of us, we thank you for joining us, and we'll see you uh, in the next episode. Yeah.